Hello, and welcome to the Elk River Lutheran Church Powered by Love podcast, recorded in beautiful downtown Elk River, Minnesota, right on the banks of the Mississippi River. Today we'll explore the Bible, life, and faith. So sit back, relax, and enjoy some sacred wit. To be powered by love is a spiritual thing, more than a feeling. To be powered by love Don't take money Don't take fame Don't take no credit card To ride this train It's strong and sudden It's cruel sometimes But it might just save Your life To be powered by love Alright, hello We are here, we are back And a number of you are jumping on and joining us It's so good Welcome to Sacred Wit. We are here in Studio H. Studio H. It's for home. Get it? Uh, and so we're happy to be joining you here. We're just thrilled that uh, you all are here to play uh, some games with us, have some fun thinking a little bit about the Christmas story, actually. And uh, first, let's start off by introducing ourselves, though. Uh, I'm Pastor Nathan, pastor here at Elk River Lutheran Church. I'm Lisa Sampson, Director of Children, Youth, and Family Ministry. Jeremy Hulquist, I remember to unmute. Intern Pastor. He's faking us out because I can see his mic is unmuted. You sly dog. Oh, I'm Taylor Quinn, the director of music, ministry, and worship. Well, I also feel like I am the DJ Supreme uh, here on the wheels of steel with my big, sweet headphone earmuffs today. Uh, so uh, that is sweet. Um, uh, but we are. Uh, going to be talking about innkeepers uh next week this coming sunday our theme is innkeepers as we think about the christmas story and uh so we're gonna have a little game with some uh innkeeper hotel-y kind of themes and such and so uh looking forward to that but we actually get to go back a little bit because we have some amazing special guests if you uh were with us on sunday morning last sunday you met some amazing people and believe it or not they are here with us live so uh let's invite them into studio h mary and joseph everybody can Yay. you believe it hi mary welcome hi, this is just amazing to get to have mary and joseph join us uh man sending a video was one thing but a live feed that's something else so so how are you guys doing mary and joseph we're good. Good. Are you, are you still traveling to Bethlehem? Still hoping to get that Airbnb rental sorted out? Yep. Yes. Yep. Okay. <laughs> good. Good. <laughs> well, um, yeah, gosh. Any you guys have any questions for Mary and Joseph? I mean, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. Well, if you tuned in on Sunday morning, I see Joseph's mustache is back down to that normal size. Yeah. I saw it grow very rapidly, kind of like the November kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. It looks like you've been doing some extra grooming, Joseph, keeping keeping that mustache nice and tight. <laughs> yeah. It's good. It's good. I put in all those guy words for that. So thank you. Yeah. <laughs> good. Well, um, we are thrilled to have you join us here, uh, and uh, we are talking actually tonight about the innkeepers who you are hoping to meet a good and kind innkeeper when you get to Bethlehem, am I right? 
Well, uh, would you guys be up for playing along tonight with our game for tonight? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You would be. Okay. Well, um, Mary and Joseph, uh, expecting, and uh, is there anyone else there you think who would want to play? Anyone, any of your traveling companions or anything as you're on your way to Bethlehem? Um, I think there might be. Oh, hey. All right. Oh, and look at there's Audrey. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's Audrey. Didn't even realize Audrey, it was Audrey. Wow. Okay. Well, if, if you all are uh joining us and you haven't met the Horners, uh this is uh Mary and Joseph played by Audrey and Catherine, and then now Kelly and Adam have joined as well. And uh Audrey, I'm very glad that you don't have to wear that itchy mustache all all uh all night. Now you know the pain Taylor and I experience all day, every day <laughs> to look this good. It doesn't just happen. There's a price to pay. Uh, uh, well, uh, we are excited to have the Horners here playing with us because uh, tonight we are playing a game like no other. So uh, this game actually has a theme song, but that's not the song we start our games with, is it, Taylor? Nope. Go team, go. It's time for a game of Geo Parody. Jeopardy, only not copyrighted. Geo Parody, right? Hey, Lisa, did you have a question there? Well, I was going to say, weren't we going to ask a question first? But we can do the game first. I'm flexible. I'm just getting so excited. You are. Well. well, we can talk about hotels a little bit first. That was our plan here tonight. Yeah. Is to share uh, some innkeeper hotel type experiences. Probably not so much with an innkeeper, but maybe a, uh, a you know, a place. And so uh, we'd love to have you jump in the comments and uh, share about uh you guys wanted to do the worst hotel experience you've ever had, right? Uh, I think Lisa has a good story to share. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so if you can think of uh, the worst hotel you've ever stayed in, which is pretty fitting as we're thinking about Mary and Joseph, they, they didn't exactly get the the best uh, the best uh, accommodations uh, once they reach Bethlehem. Spoiler alert, Mary and Joseph. Uh, it's not going to be great when you get there. Uh, but uh, so anyway, um, yeah. So if you all have a worst hotel experience, we'd love to have you share that in the comments. Um, how about you all who are live here with us? Can you think of a hotel experience? I really want to hear Lisa. She has been teasing it. Well she has been it wanting you. to say it. <laughs> I have, I have, I have actually from traveling with youth groups over the years to my family trips and business trips, I've experienced some really bad ones, but my favorite bad one was in Flagstaff, Arizona. It was winter and it was very, very cold and the snow had fallen and we pulled up to this motel. It looked very nice. But as I walked up to the door, I noticed that the, they had red plastic geraniums in the window boxes with snow on them. And I went, Hmm, that's a little tacky. Went into the room and they had a recliner. Um, hang on. I'm multitasking. I have to let people into the zoom room. Um, so they had a recliner and the whole kick piece was missing. It was just the metal thing sticking straight out. What? And then the back had been removed and it was leaning up against the wall. And there was a big bug in the bathroom. Ew. 
Yeah, I lasted about three minutes. That's nasty. So it was very nasty and it looked really good on the outside except for the plastic geraniums. It's always a clue in January, in must have been January, maybe February. Plastic geraniums. I don't, I don't have a worst hotel story, but I do have the most recent hotel, Daryl, that I stayed at was this train motel up in, t- in like between, right actually really close to Betty's Pies between Duluth and Two Harbors. It was kind of cool. Like, cause this hotel is made from box, old box cars, train cars. It was really fun. So if you get a chance, check out nice. Northern, Northern Rail or something like that. Anyway, it's really neat. So that's kind of what I was thinking. Not a worst one. Sure. The hotel yeah. I thought of, or sorry, go ahead, Jeremy. I said, my family always shares the story. I was kind of younger, but a Howard Johnson they stayed at, where they peeled back the covers and a old chicken sandwich was stuck in the bottom of the blanket. Oh, <laughs> so nasty. The rest of the hotel stay went downhill from there. So, Of all yeah. the sandwiches Ew. to find, that's a bad one. Oh, no. <laughs> Egg salad could have been worse. True, true. Oh my gosh. I was thinking about, uh, so when Annie and I got married in Devil's Lake, North Dakota, which is Annie's hometown, uh, we reserved a block of rooms at a hotel, kind of do where a bunch of friends and family were staying there. And so like, you know, we were like the last to leave the reception. So we're super tired. It's the end of a long night. And, and we go to the hotel and we check in at the you know, fireside in holiday Inn thing in, in Devil's Lake. And they're like, oh, we don't have a room for you. And we're like, she's wearing her wedding dress. Like I'm wearing a tux, you know, like we're obviously the bride and groom. We're like, well, you remember, I mean, we got this block of rooms that comes with a room for tonight. And they're like, oh yeah, but there is no rooms available. There was literally no room at the end. And so we're like, oh my gosh, it's like, you know, one in the morning or something. Like, and we're like, where are we going to go? And they're like, well, so. We do have this one room, but it's reserved for the Masaba airline pilots. And I don't think they have a flight coming in tonight, but they might. So we could let you stay there, but the pilots might come in in the night. <laughs> Is that okay? We're like, I guess that's the best option we've got. And so it wasn't quite staying in the um, in the stable uh, out back, but it was uh, a little nerve wracking. But um, could have been as crowded. Yeah, so it certainly was not the honeymoon suite that we were promised. But uh, it was all right. It was all right. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, that story wins. <laughs> well, sorry. Corners, any hotels that stand out for you guys? No, we stayed in some uh, shady hotels in Europe when we went back. <laughs> yeah, we had no money. But, That's uh, true. Yeah. Nothing too crazy. Yeah. I stayed in a hotel in Nicaragua that the Nicaraguans go to, not the tourists. Yeah. It was interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we better get to our game here for tonight. Lisa, are you ready the theme to, song. to share? Do, 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 Now, Taylor, I'm going to ask you to um, give us a little Jeopardy theme song. 
or should I say Geoparody, which is our game for tonight, uh, where we have this complex game designed here. And so Lisa is running the game and uh, the, or the, the behind the scenes, and I, I'm the, the front man, the, the Alex Trebek uh, character trying to, uh, to keep up with everything. So welcome everyone to Geoparody. Here are tonight's Geo categories. Geoparody is so funny. <laughs> In it to win it. Get it in, like the innkeeper. Silver screen hotels for those hotels that have appeared on the silver screen. <clears throat> bed and breakfast, where the answers will have bed or breakfast in the correct response. Advent 101. Barns and animals. And finally, Christmas. So uh, get ready, everybody, for a game of Geo Parody. <laughs> and so uh, let's see. Horners, you are our guests here tonight. Let's let you select the first category and dollar amount. Right. Um... How about Barnes and Animals for 300, Nathan? Barnes and Animals for 300. <laughs> the answer is the number of animals the Bible records as being present for Jesus's birth. Oh my. Yikes. All right. So y'all can jump in. How many animals does the Bible say were present for Jesus's birth? And remember, since this is geoparody, we will accept answers in the form of a question. So who has a question? <laughs> <laughs> What do you guys think? Are you anyone going to be brave enough to, to make a guess for the number of... Uh... What is seven? Seven. Okay. Uh, anyone else have a guess? What is all of them? Oh, it is all of them? Okay. <laughs> Taylor, you, you got any brave answers here? I have to seriously think through. I mean, I got to recall the story. Do you know what? <laughs> do you know what I will say? I'm going to say, what are zero? Oh my goodness, this is like the price of prices right bidding a dollar kind of uh, strategy. And the answer is what yes. is zero, Taylor? Uh, Taylor Q uh, with the big answer. That is correct. There is presumably a lot of animals around, but none accounted for. Taylor, why don't you select our next category in dollar amount? Alex, I will take. <laughs> I will take silver screen hotels for 200, Alex. Silver screen hotels for 200. Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. Name that hotel that that movie features. I have not seen that movie for so... Oh! oh okay, the Horners are pretty hot on this one. Anyone at home will be curious to see if you all get it. Um, Gosh, I haven't seen it for such a long time. Jeremy, what do you think? Do you know this one? I should know it, and I don't. It's totally gone. Okay. All right. Well, Horners, I'm ready for you to shine. What What do you think? What is the Plaza Hotel? Plaza? What is the Plaza Hotel? Have you guys seen that movie recently? Yes. Nice. Well played with the bird awesome. lady and everything. Oh, I love it. Is I haven't it seen of, it for many years also. Is it part of Carrie your... Carrie uh, got it too. Is yeah, it part of your Christmas movie repertoire that you guys watch during Christmas or anything or what? Yeah. 
Yeah, they like Home Alone. Nice. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. I watched it already. Nice. Okay, so uh, let's see, Jeremy, you haven't selected a category yet. We're we're not really keeping score, and uh, I'm not going to be like just let the winners pick the categories. All right, let's go bed and breakfast for four hundred. Bed and breakfast for four hundred. All right, nineteen eighty-five coming of age movie. All right, with uh, bed and or breakfast in the title oh we got a lot of confident people here what 1985 coming of age movie had uh those things in the title either bed or breakfast such oh, a good song boy. you got a clue a song a musical oh. clue for us yeah so what Taylor and Jeremy, break us off a piece oh no no jeremy song. you do it because i think you might be thinking something different than me Ooh. i might not have it right I can't. I don't know. I can't sing very well. But should we take a shot? Yeah. Breakfast yes. for Tiffany's. That is a good song, but not the answer. I don't think that oh. is correct. That's right. That's a good song, but not the correct answer. Horners, let's hear it. The Breakfast Club. What the is Breakfast it? Club? Yes. Uh, Do y'all have a favorite character from the Breakfast Club? Anyone? Oh gosh, I think I saw it for the first time this year. All of it. <laughs> but seriously? Yeah. Daryl, but Daryl is such an 80s child. I mean, he is such a fan of 80s. Every Wednesday night we listen to a DJ uh broadcasting all 80s-ish music from like <laughs> nine to twelve in the night. So he is living in his world and love. <laughs> these 80s movies he could have named them all well well done carrie and karen both both got it Uh, you all others out there don't be shy to guess we're we're not afraid to guess wrong here uh okay horners why don't you pick another category for us we'll go christmas for 200 christmas for 200 according to the song this gift is sent on the eighth day of christmas you may have to count back from 12. I think I know it. I think I know it. Eight. Da, 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 da. What is eight maids of milking? What is ah. eight maids of milking? Well done. If we were keeping score, Horners, I think you'd be doing a quite well. I think they win every week. Yeah, that might be the case. Okay, let's see. Jeremy, let's let you pick a category here. What do you got for us? Ooh, let's go Advent 101 for 100. Let's learn Advent something. Advent 101. The four blue slash purple candles on the Advent wreath represent this. Ooh, this is a question of much scandal and hmm. discussion. <laughs> <laughs> What do y'all think? Oops, what are they, these? They what, do you say? what do these candles represent? Taylor, can you display our advent wreath there at the church? Oh, yes, yes, yes. There it is, kind of blending in with the Christmas tree, but it is there, no doubt. And so it's got four candles. What do they represent? What is the four main 
What are the four horsemen? <laughs> the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Yes. That is correct. No, that would be a real weird twist on this wonderful holiday tradition. It is about the second coming, right? Isn't it? It about actually that? wouldn't be that far off for Advent. That is actually right. It's probably oh. closer than the, probably closer than Santa comes. So, um, yeah. Okay. Well. <laughs> what, what are those candles all about? No one knows. No one knows. The thing is, is that so audience, hopefully you're guessing because we all know it because this was a practice question. <laughs> when we were practicing we using the board, uh, this was what we, what the question yeah. we used. So that's to have a view behind the curtain here. Yes. Those four candles represent the four weeks of Advent. And so, uh, but What's so interesting is lots of different traditions say that, okay, the first week is love and then it's joy. And then the one week is shepherds. And, you know, then sometimes there's a pink one for the third week. And, uh, but all of those are such localized traditions. There isn't really like one really major Advent wreath candle theme, except for that you light one candle each week until you get to that Christmas holiday and light the Christ candle in the middle. So anyway, yeah, it is like the Advent calendars that are full of chocolate or whatever goodies. Uh, they work your way towards uh, Christmas. Who's, okay. who's John Herlinger? He got it right. Jeremy, what do you think? Oh. Do you know this one? John Herlinger, the Reverend John Herlinger uh, is with us. He's a, he's a, he's a pastor. Okay. Hello, John. Nice. And he and I used to mow lawns together at the seminary. So good to have you here, John. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, Taylor, I think you're up for choosing a uh, choosing a uh, category. Okay, let's do a category that hasn't been chosen. Let's do in it to win it for 500, in it Alec. To win it. In it to win it for 500. Taylor's not messing around. See what a difference a stay makes is this hotel's chain's slogan. Oh my gosh. See what a difference a stay makes. This slogan. Okay. Oh my gosh. They can't all be easy. This is a $500 question, people. I don't know why I chose it. You were feeling so confident for a moment. I was so confident because I knew the <laughs> four horsemen of the apocalypse. <laughs> okay, see what a difference. I don't know. Does anybody Ooh. know? I will I'm say gonna... it's not a budget hotel. Okay, I will throw out a guess. Uh, what is what is Super 8? I would consider that not, a budget hotel. Not a budget hotel. <laughs> uh, what hotel. is what I'm, is Four right. Seasons? What is the Hilton? Hilton, maybe. Hilton. What? what is the Hilton? I was say La Quinta, but Karen okay. Trivet says Red Roof Inn. Okay. <laughs> what is the Ritz Carlton? Oh, I'm hungry. Ritz sounds really good right now. <laughs> If you hear Ritz and think of uh, Ritz crackers, uh, that means you uh, are at a different income bracket than people who wear fancy watches and stay at the Ritz-Carlton Hotel, I guess. So, I also think of the little round crackers. So light and buttery. All right. Yum. So uh, who's got the next one? Jeremy, why don't you pick one for us? All right. Let's go silver screen for 300. I love these. 
Silver screen for 300. Yes. Vivian, played by Julia Roberts, was a guest of Edward's oh. Richard, Richard Gere in this California hotel. What is Super 8? <laughs> I mean, ding, ding, ding. Yeah, okay. Yes, you didn't ding in, so you don't get the points, Taylor. Would anyone like to steal Taylor's answer of the Super 8? You know, that movie uh, from, from that sweet movie, Pretty Woman, uh, they, they stayed at the Super 8. Uh, no, that wasn't that one. Uh, I'm curious oh if anyone get this. I, this is like a, this is a deep pull, like for you big Pretty Woman fans out there. Daryl would know it. I know he would. He's in California. Where he is he? Yeah, you better text him or something. Ooh. It was somewhere fancier. That's all I know. Oh yeah, very fancy. La Quinta. <laughs> something. Yeah, La Quinta. La Quinta. What is? It was so fancy. The the bar was the 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 wet bar. The what's what's it called? The mini bar was full of Ritz crackers. Yeah. Just all the Ritz crackers you want. I don't know. I mean, would it be? I don't know. Horners, do you have any idea what it would be? I think it's the Beverly Hills Hotel, maybe. Ooh. Ooh. Wiltshire. Well, let's see the answer here. This is a, this is going to be a tough one, but you were really right there, exactly. Beverly Wilshire, and so holy buckets, that was a good pull. That was a that was a deep one. All right. Well, Horners, why don't you select the next category for us? Let's go back to Barnes and Animals, Alex, for four hundred. Barnes and Animals for four hundred. Yes. A cast sheep is one who has done this. So I'll, show. A cast no, sheep work. is one who has done this. So like I grew up on a farm and when I first read, Lisa put these questions together uh, and when I read this one, uh, the answer is not where my mind went. As someone that's like, you know, had a little bit of experience with animal husbandry, you know, the, the care of animals like sheep and cattle and stuff uh, was, wasn't really where my mind went. But OK, so uh, I have a couple guesses. <laughs> See, Taylor, you're a farm boy, too. Your mind's maybe saying, was this real? OK, a cast sheep. What do you what do you think? I'm just going to guess what is one that has given birth. OK. Corners of Jeremy got a guess. I was thinking. Uh, what is one that's been sheared, maybe? Okay, okay. Jeremy, last chance here to steal all the glory. No it is one that is rolled over on its back. What? <laughs> that's what <laughs> and they can't get back up. And they you can't get to, back you up. You have to write so, them. Uh, they got to be tipped right back over. Um, I have yeah. plenty of pictures of my cast cat. <laughs> Your cat gets cast and you have to flip it back over, huh? Yeah, I'm trying to look for one. Picture of it. <laughs> uh, if you email it to me, I can put it up on the screen a little later, Taylor. Wait, hold um, up. So, so, wait, sheep, you have to roll them back on their feet? Mm-hmm. Ones that, yeah, sometimes they can get back up, but those that can't have to be rescued. Oh my god! And they get very upset. I can imagine. I, it's like a turtle. Very... <laughs> kind of. A cast turtle. Only it's a sheep. Only it's, it's a quite sheep. Quite concerning. 
Yikes. Okay. Well, I think Taylor's texting or looking at his phone. So, Jeremy, why don't you select the next one? Okay. There's a picture of my cast cat, cat. Samson. Here, he probably me... has no. He probably has no. Uh, he doesn't need help getting up. Try that again, Taylor. Let's let's see your cast cat. Let me see if I can. Yep. There is Samson himself. That is belly. Samson makes quite a few appearances at Elk River Lutheran Church staff meetings, so uh, we've yes, all got to know Samson. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, Jeremy, why don't you select the next category for us? Let's go in it to win it for 300. In it to win it for 300. Go happy. Go Hojo. Is this former hotel chain's tagline? Hojo. Go happy. Go Hojo. Is this hotel chain's tagline? I get. I'm guessing it's short. Hojo is short for something. You or would be it's correct. No. Or it's just a really <laughs> silly name. Hojo. It's just for when the Super Eight is feeling silly. We can just call ourselves Hojo. You're such a Hojo. <laughs> oh, Karen has got no. it before any of you all did. Nice. It yeah. is, oh. in fact, what is the Howard Johnson? The Howard Johnson. Did yes, indeed, Gary, too. Howard Johnson. Well done. Did someone say something about Howard yes. Johnson earlier today? Yes. I think the chicken Jeremy sandwich. Did. Jeremy did. Oh. Yeah, Jeremy's chicken sandwich was fine. <laughs> Total coincidence. Let's see, Taylor. Why don't you select a category for us? Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, I like the silver screen one. Let's do. Um, let's do silver screen hotels for four hundred. Alex, P. Keaton. Okay, four hundred. The bodyguard, Kevin Costner and Whitney Houston in Miami. Uh, I don't Maybe know, Nathan. We have this one. Oh my god. So. I feel like I usually have a pretty good grasp on popular culture references and stuff, but Annie and I went to the bodyguard like musical at the Orpheum in Minneapolis. And like, like three songs in, I was like, is every song Whitney Houston in this show? Um, and I didn't realize that the movie also, the whole soundtrack was Whitney Houston. Uh -huh. And so, um, there are some people in our city who really love that soundtrack. And I have never been to a show where people were singing along so impassionately. And I was so unimpressed and uninterested. <laughs> yeah. That's the show that she did. Uh, I will always love you. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That was the song I knew. Yeah. That was the song I knew, but everyone else knew all of them. And I think she sings I'm every woman as well. And that's where I got, yeah. Check it and out. so the question we're going for here is what hotel is is there uh you know, the whole thing featured at, right? Like all the drama. Yeah, what is Super 8? <laughs> Super 8. <laughs> this Miami hotel. This is a hard one. Like I said, I didn't even know that the music was all Whitney Houston, so I do not know it's anything about that. Famous iconic hotel. What is the yeah. J No. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Well, Taylor, why don't you go ahead and read the name of this hotel for us? Well, luckily Lisa said it already. I would have, I would have said blue, fountain blue, fontaine blue. That's what I would say. Fontaine blue. Fontaine blue. What is the fontaine blue? 
Yes. Uh, all right. Well, Ikarumba. Okay, Horners, why don't you select a new one for us? Advent 101 for 300. All right. Advent 101 for 300. When Mary visited Elizabeth, who was the child who leapt for joy in Elizabeth's womb? Okay, let's see. We heard that story. Uh, ding in. Okay, let's see. So Elizabeth's child who leapt for joy within her womb upon seeing Mary with her child Jesus in her womb. Who was it, Catherine? Who was John the Baptist? That is right, John the Baptist. Nice. Uh, exactly. Carrie got it too. Okay, well good job. Done. Well done. All right, let's see who, who's turn to pick. Jeremy, why don't you pick a category for us? Let's go bed and breakfast for 100. Hopefully, I can get one. <laughs> and breakfast. Oh, Wheaties. So the the question answer will have uh, either the word bed or the word breakfast in it. Ding, so, ding, Wheaties, ding. What, what do you think of when you hear Wheaties? Yes, I'll also say, uh, can I give an additional clue that uh, I think would have been much harder, Lisa, but would have had the same answer? Kurt Vonnegut. If anyone's a Kurt Vonnegut fan, you would 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 get this one in that way too. Carrie Lawrence got it. Yep, that's right. Wheaties. <laughs> what is the Breakfast of Champions? And for extra credit, does anyone know what the Breakfast of Champions is in the Kurt Vonnegut book, Breakfast of Champions? Oh, anyone know? Eggs. Yeah, what is Wheaties? <laughs> it, it is not. It is not Wheaties. That, that would funny. be too easy. Yeah. Is it coffee? <laughs> it is not that either. Uh, there is a waitress in that uh, book who, every time she serves a martini, she says, Breakfast of Champions. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's just kind of this like joke and running joke and things. So, anyway, okay. Next category. Taylor, why don't you choose it for us? I want to do Christmas. Let's do Christmas for 300, Alex. PP. Christmas, let's do it. Matthew 2.11 tells us that the Magi brought these three gifts to Jesus. What we three just, gifts? We just got these by... gifts in soap. Daryl found soap that smelled like all of these, except for one. <laughs> <laughs> I bet I can guess which scent he couldn't find. Yep, probably. <laughs> All right. You ready? All right, let's I'm gonna invite you each to name one. Okay. okay. Tater, you get to go first. <laughs> what is frankincense? Okay. Jeremy. And let's go gold. Okay. And last but not least, Horners. What is myrrh? Oh, you guys got them all. There you go. Good job. Ludifus Jello and Corn Dogs was a very good guess, though. Uh, oh. <laughs> Yay, I like that one. Yes, this is so fun. So, uh, I would like to have myrrh of these questions, please. This is the second Pastor John that we've had join us here. This is John Stratius from Minot, North Dakota. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yeah. 
Welcome, John. Nice to have you here. Uh, okay, so, oh man, yeah, those are some real gifts to bring. So Daryl couldn't find uh, gold scented soap, I'm guessing, huh? No, I asked him to, but whatever. <laughs> get a, buy a shaker can and you can make any soap gold. Yep. Spray paint. Okay, so let's see. Horners, have you chosen one for a while? I can't remember this. Straight. Um, let's do bed and breakfast for 300. Okay, bed and breakfast. At the beginning of COVID restaurant shutdowns, McDonald's discontinued serving this. Man, it had just come back or just come into reality. Years of dreaming had been made you know, to come true. And then uh, just like that, a global pandemic took away this blessed gift. Blessed gift of from Ronald breakfast McDonald. bed stuff. What is ice cream? Okay, so remember, yeah, that never word, I love the McFlurries. What's that? It could be breakfast ice cream. Yeah, right. Breakfast ice cream. You can always eat ice cream for breakfast. Yeah. Oh, the, the McRib yes. is actually With a little really bit of Ritz gift, on it. That's not it. <laughs> <laughs> this is the time of year where I eat uh, where I eat breakfast pie because I tell myself that it's yeah. pretty much like a. It's not that different than a breakfast cereal, right? Fruit, you know. Yeah. Well, shoot, uh, ice cream with Wheaties, ooh, and a martini. So the, the McRib's a good guess, but it is actually uh, it has to have you know it does have to have bed or and or breakfast in the title. That's the that's the trick with this category. So McDonald's had just what? rolled this out. What is all day breakfast? <laughs> What, what is as if you've seen that question breakfast. before? That was our second uh practice question that we had at the before we came on. Okay, so let's see. Uh, whose turn is to pick? Taylor, Taylor, you picked sure. it. Well. Um, it. Ooh, I'd like to do barn animals. Uh, let's do barns and owls for 500. I'm going big. Barns and animals for 500. Farm boy Taylor. Cows do this at least 50 times a minute. All right. Oh. Some some minds went straight to the gutter. Uh, we, we can, you know you're on video. We can see their reactions here. So, <laughs> so let's see. What is it that cows do 50 times a minute? That's a lot. That's a lot. Taylor, do you guys have cows? Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, did. we raised, uh, we first milked, and then in the 80s when milk prices went really down the drain, then we switched to raising uh, steer for beef. Okay, what what uh, variety or what kind of? Holstein. Okay. And anybody who knows anything about raising cattle, you don't choose Holstein to raise as beef. <laughs> <laughs> They're a milking cow. They're milking bovine and... That is an interesting choice. Guess you should have Googled it first, huh? Ooh, I'm liking some of these answers. Do, yeah. I, I'm see, I would say I would say with Vicky, that's kind of that was gonna be my guess. What is chewing my cud? Okay. I think so, flatulate is fine too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, it's gonna be one end or the other. It is. What is chew? Oh what is chew. Nice job. I'm guessing they no. do the other quite a bit too, but who's doing the job of counting yeah. those? They don't fart, they fluff. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, 
Jeremy, go ahead and pick a category for us. All right, let's go Christmas for 400, Alex. Yes. All right, Christmas 400. Boone University names this as the number one food consumed on Christmas by Minnesotans. Okay, so right locally here, Minnesotans. Who is Spoon University? That's weird. <laughs> that is odd. It's, Lisa, not a, it's not a college. It's a food institute. It oh. seems like a questionable uh, organization. I, but, why uh, would I attend Spoon I, University? To... I can cite my sources. Yep, we'll, okay, we'll right, footnote it in the show notes here. So Christmas minute. Oh, uh, oh, uh, oh. Mm -hmm. Got it. Okay, so Christmas food that's uh, just consumed, just it's just Minnesota's full of it. What do you think? Christmas Day. I think Audrey has something. Anyone ready for a guess? What is eggnog? Ooh, eggnog. Okay, okay. What do you guys got? Any guesses, Jeremy or Taylor? What is Lutefisk? What? I'm going to go with John. What is Lefsa? Lefsa. Okay, well, meat pie. What are Christmas cookies? <laughs> you know, sometimes you just get too too specific. <laughs> what are Christmas cookies? Specifically, Minnesotan. Well, I don't that's know. I mean, I'm guessing there's maybe other places where that's also the most popular thing too. I mean, right. Christmas cookies are Could awesome. Be. Okay, so can we? Let, what's our favorite Christmas cookie? Go, Mark. That go. Sugar, mm. sugar cookies. There's sugar a lot of pressure. Ellie thin ones. Ellie makes butter fingers out of Ritz crackers, peanut butter, and chocolate. Ritz oh. is showing up again. That's so good. That sounds delicious. I would say the peanut butter ones with the kiss in the middle. Yeah. I always like those. The blossoms, yeah. What do you think, corners? Snicker doodles with caramel in the middle. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. Ooh. You know, I just like a simple spritz cookie too. I feel like that's a Christmas oh, yeah. season thing, and just with the candy BB on things. top of it. Wow, well, not the BB. Maybe something, but not a, not the BBs. They're too hard. <laughs> you oh shoot gosh. your eye out with it. <laughs> Safety first. Okay, Tater Q, why don't you pick a category for us? All right. Is there a double jeopardy on this? No. Oh, okay, that's so sad. Everyone just um, breathe a sigh of relief. I'll do I'll do silver screen hotels for five hundred, Alex. It would be so funny if we got to the end and then we we're like, well, we're half done. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Some like it hot on an island off the California coast. Oh, California coast. Yep, and some like it hot, the movie. Ding. Right in the background, isn't it? It's in the Ooh. background, yes. Does anybody know? What do you think, Adam? I'm going to say, what is Avalon? Maybe. I'd go with that. I have no idea. I could come up with just a really weird answer, but. Catalina. Oh, Vicky says Catalina. Catalina, yeah. Karen said that too. I bet it's Catalina. Yep. What is Catalina? That's the island where Avalon is on. Oh, really? Yeah. Hotel Coronado. Okay, what is Hotel Del Coronado? Lisa, tell us about this. I don't know anything about it. Oh, it's that's... Coronado Island is right off of yeah. San Diego. It's yeah. got that famous red roofed hotel that was in the background, only it was in black and white. Uh, um, yeah, 
It's very famous, except for nice. this group. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone knows it except for these people before you. Uh, okay, Jeremy, why don't you pick a category for us? I'm going to go back to an easy one. In it to win it for 100. In it to win it. We'll leave the light on for you. Karen Is knows this, this one. Karen knows slogan. this one. We'll leave the light on for you. There you go. Good old Tom Badette, right? Yeah. He showed that up was, a couple times in our series. Here. A couple weeks ago. Motel 6. Yeah, there was talk. What is Motel 6? There was talk of having an entire Tom Bodet category, but that proved to be quite oh, difficult. Oh, that's right. We did. I did. I think I Yeah. All right. The six. Look at all those sixes coming up. That's right. All right. Horners, why don't you pick category for us? We'll do... Silver Screen Hotels for 100. Silver screen, one for the win. <laughs> Norman will gladly check you in his hotel, featured in the 1960 movie. No, I don't. I didn't really watch this one because it was in black and white. So I don't do black and white. Ooh. Just kidding. I, <laughs> I think corners have it. I have no idea. Not really, but. <laughs> Kind of a thriller, wouldn't you? Right? Suspense, thriller. And what a twist at the end. It's very mild compared to thrillers now. Oh, yeah. There we go. All right, we're getting it. Bates are rolling in. What <laughs> is it? Yes, this one, the very first one. I messed up. Bates Motel. Yes. All right. Let's see, Jeremy. Why don't you pick a category for us? Let's go Christmas for five hundred, Alex. Christmas for five hundred. This makes Frosty the Snowman come to life. What Yay. is it? Elsa. Elsa makes him do it. Yes, with her. Oh boy. Yeah. All right, what is it that makes Frosty come to life? I have a feeling you guys will be able to get it. Who's got it? What is it? There must have been some magic in what? Left in what? Old top hat they found. What is the old top hat they found? Yes. Yes, or the old silk hat, but it was certainly a top hat, so we will take it. Yes. We'll give it to you. Absolutely. That hat had a little bit of magic left in it. Crazy magician. Tater Q, why don't you pick one for us? All right. All right, I'll do Barnes and Animals for 200, Alex. Barnes and Animals, 200. The trough where animal feed is placed. Old Country Buffet. OCB. The OCB is uh, where where you get the trough. Yep. You just uh, saddle up and Chow down. Okay. The trough where animal feed is placed. Isn't that at the Golden Corral now? <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Yep. What is what is the manger? What is a manger? Exactly. Does anybody, e does anybody ever mistype that as manager? I did. 
today. <laughs> I put an A in there. Away in the manager. <laughs> song gets weird quick. Oh, pizza ranch. Yes. <laughs> oh. Man, I yeah, I, the fact that buffets have been open—they're all ever all restaurants are closed in Minnesota now. But the fact that buffets were open for a time during this pandemic—I just I don't even know what to think yeah. about that. Uh, <laughs> okay, uh, Horners, why don't you pick a category for us? Let's go back to Advent 101 for Advent 400. 101, 400. All right, Advent 400. In a Charlie Brown Christmas, which gospel does Linus quote? He reads the whole story from this gospel writer. One of the four. If you know all four gospels, you got a 25% chance guessing here. Not Ringo. <laughs> and if you know that only two of them have the Christmas story, then your chances get even better. Did you say Ringo? Yeah. Four <laughs> <laughs> gospels, right? It is who is Ringo? <laughs> Ooh. Vicky got it here. Thank you. What is Luke? Yep. Uh, Luke yes. chapter 2, 1 to 20. It's a Christmas story. All right. Jeremy, why don't you pick a category for us? Let's go bed and breakfast for 500. Bed and breakfast for 500, where monsters sometimes hide. Remember, this is the category bed and breakfast. Under so, the bed. What was I that, Catherine? Catherine where is under the bed? Or what is oh, under the bed? Oh, yes. Indeed. Where or what is under the bed? That's where you find oh, the right. monster. You have to do the right question word, too. Interesting. <laughs> not, Alex, in, not in this game, Taylor. <laughs> yeah, Alex has been a little loosey-goosey with the rules here tonight. But, uh, okay, Tater Q, why don't you pick a category? Let's finish the category of bed and breakfast for 200, Alex. Okay, bed and breakfast. This Ooh, tiny disgusting. critter. Gross, oh. David. You when you see this hotel. one in your hotel bed, you go the other way. <laughs> yep, nasty. That's nasty. What kind of little critter is that? We should say bed bugs and move it off the screen. Yeah, what is bed bugs? <laughs> what is a bed bug? Next question. Uh, yes, indeed. A bed bug. A nasty little bed bug. Now I just feel it all over my body. Yep, everyone has yeah. them in your house right now because you saw a picture of one. Uh, okay, Horners, why don't you pick a category for us? We'll do Advent 101 for 200, please. All right, Advent 101, 200. This angel announced to Mary that she was chosen to be Jesus's mom. All right, what's the name of that famous angel? Who was the angel Gabriel? The angel Gabriel. Hey, yes. that ding, ding, ding. 
All right. Very nice. Let's see. Good job. <clears throat> you guys picked that category. Who picked that category? We did. That's what I thought. Okay, Jeremy, why don't you pick one? In it to win it for 400, please. In it to win it. 400. Low cost, short term lodging where you rent a bed in a dorm style room. All right. This is low cost, short term lodging <laughs> where you rent a bed or a dorm style room. Is this a European thing? Often. Like perhaps if Ooh. you're backpacking across Europe, like we yeah. heard about earlier. Mm -hmm. yep. Oops. Answers, are answers are rolling in that is correct what is a hostel good 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 all right tater q advent for 101 for 500 advent 101 for 500 advent 101 500 Originally written for Easter, this Christmas composition staple gets you on your feet for its famous chorus. Taylor ought to know this one. We hope. <laughs> yeah. What is the uh, name of the famous chorus? What is the name of the piece? Uh, the uh, Hallelujah. What is the Hallelujah chorus from Handel's Messiah? Yes, Messiah. And you know that standing on the feet is, I mean, that's tradition because when it was first heard, was it the king? King George. King George stood up and now that's what you do. Yep. My favorite version is the monks who hit themselves in the head with ah, the sign. Yes. yes. YouTube. <laughs> look, look it up if you haven't seen it. Google it. Yes. All right. Whose turn to pick? Is it Horner's? I'm deciding it is. Horner's, go ahead and pick. Christmas 100. 100. Christmas 100. Rounding out the category here. This much reviled Christmas edible is known for its long shelf life. Now, I might say this is Lisa's uh, commentary, much reviled. There are probably some people who feel pretty good about it. They're few and far between. <laughs> I think that's fair enough. What is that Christmas food that's got a good long shelf life? Oh, if you leave it, if you leave it long enough, it turns into a hockey puck. <laughs> oh, oh the I comments think... are coming in. They are, they are. It is indeed a fruit cake. Nice. There's some good yes. ones out there. Sure. <laughs> if you say so. <laughs> All right, Jeremy. Let's go Barnes and Animals for 100. Barnes I always feel like you're going to say Barnes and Noble. <laughs> Barnes and Noble for 100. New England settlers used a recipe of skimmed milk, lime, and red iron oxide to do this. What did those New England settlers uh, do with this recipe of skimmed milk, lime, and red iron oxide? Oxide. Wow. Oh. Oh, to do this. Yeah. Oh, Adam, yeah, what were you going to say? What was I going to say? Catherine said, what is Painter Barnes? Ah. Oh. And so and your, 
Oh, the right track. Paint their barns red. How did you know that? <laughs> I don't know. Good job. That is quite a recipe. All right, Taylor, you want to pick the last category? Absolutely. Uh, 200 in it to win it, Alex. The person who carries your bags to your room after check-in would be called what? I would usually say that's me. <laughs> All right. In our family, it's dad. <laughs> what is concierge? Ooh. Did I hear a boo? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> wow. It has sound effects. They're fun. Awesome. <laughs> that one sounded good. There we go. Aaron says a porter. Porter, bellhop, bellboy. Bellhop. Yeah. Bell I think porter's the same thing, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. The concierge is the one who gives you advice about what restaurant to go to, though, and stuff. I don't think they'll carry your bag. They're my favorite. Yeah. Okay. One final last Jeopardy, final Jeopardy question. So let's get into it. Minnesota really has 15,291 of. Oh, them. yeah. My dad had a t shirt about this. Is this a totally. recent t-shirt or? No, this was growing up. It was, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll <laughs> tell you scary. about it after the answer. Love it. All right. Well, let's see. Final Jeopardy. So this is, you, you all have to write your answers down and then hold them up to the screen. No, I'm just kidding. We're not prepared to do that. <laughs> I am. Ooh, the answers are coming in. I'm not looking. I'm gonna see if I have a pen tool in this. I don't. Weirdos. Weirdos. That's a, yeah. that's a good oh, answer. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's lakes. Oh, I thought it was weirdos. My dad's T-shirt said "Land of Ten Thousand Lakes" and a few weirdos. Uh. <laughs> oh, that's a good T-shirt. I want to find that. <laughs> that is wow. Well, so. <laughs> we're going to be talking about innkeepers on uh, on Sunday, and if we have any luck, we're going to have a guest innkeeper from Bethlehem. I'm hoping we'll see. We'll see if we can get them booked. Um, but so uh, we always like to close with the best part of our weeks, and so uh, I would sure love to hear what the best parts of uh, your weeks are or have been. And, uh, and we'll start. So if you want to share in the comments the best part of your week, don't be afraid to brag or uh, say if you had some great accomplishment or something, uh, you can sure do that and just feel good about that. Uh, big thing, small thing, whatever. So best parts of your week. What do you think? Anyone got one? Say I'll take the, the uh, sunshine over the last couple of days has been really rejuvenating. That's good for me. Sure. My turkey breast didn't dry out when I baked it, cooked it. So that, that was my best part of my week. The turkey was awesome. good. Mine was um, youth group last night, high school youth group last night. We had a great conversation. 
I've enjoyed going on a walk every day this week with my kids. Awesome. Yeah. Nice. Any other Horners got a best part of the week? Oh, definitely um, being here with you guys. Oh, yes. Yay. Of course. Thanks for having us. <laughs> you bet. I'm um, probably finished writing my English paper. Yeah. Awesome. Sure. So we have playing with a new puppy from John. So we'll celebrate that. We had a couple who said no snow. So obviously that's a theme. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I think for me, uh, <laughs> one of the best parts of my week has been uh, we're almost done with the Christmas light show at the church, or at least the first iteration of it. I'm just one Ethernet cable away from, from a Christmas light show, and that's a very good place to be. Awesome. Yeah. Well, uh, anyone have anything else? I'm kind of trying to load an image. So if you guys want to just kind of fill some Riff. space here until I get to I, I agree with Karen. I have a hard time thinking backwards to find the best part of my week. I'm always thinking ahead or like in the moment. <laughs> mm -hmm. I think that's part of what makes it a good practice. Yeah, it is. You know, I also have a hard time with people saying, oh, how was your weekend? And I actually have to take like 20 seconds to think about how was my weekend? <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Well, since we started doing this, I started, I start thinking about it now. What will be my best part of the week? Oh, sure. So that's awesome. My, the best part of my week was probably I learned how to draw one and two point perspectives in art this week. Yes. Yes. Are you, you a drawer? Yeah. Are you an artist? I mean, I don't know. Just say yes. Say <laughs> yes to the dress. Cool. Oh, I love that idea. Yes, yeah. folks, that will be one of the things we do. We'll take care of you. Okay. Well, I'm not sure if I'm going to find the image that I'm looking for. So we might just have to call it a night here. And uh, well, I can play this video clip as a, as a farewell. Perfect. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Well, thank you so much to everyone who's been playing along with us here and uh, for sharing the best parts of your week. Uh, that is great. And uh, thank you, Horners, for joining us. Our first ever special guests, uh, Mary and Joseph themselves. Audrey and Catherine, you did such a good job doing that skit. Thank you. It was so fun. And just fun to have you play along here tonight. And again, thank you, everyone at home, for uh, playing along, too. And uh, we'll see you next week or also Sunday morning, 930. We'll be there uh, talking about the innkeepers. So, or 630 right. Vespers, too. And 630 yes. Vespers as well. So with that. <laughs> and then a real we need a longer goodbye. <laughs> and we'll end and I do need a longer video. Bye-bye, oh, well. <laughs> everyone. Bye, everybody. Thanks for playing.
Well, thanks for joining us. You can find more information about Elk River Lutheran Church at our website, elkriverlutheran.org. And if you'd like to give to support this podcast and the other ministries of the church, just click that Give button at the top of the homepage. Thanks again, and have a great week. Don't take money, don't take fame, but it might just save your life to be powered by love.